question is, um, does someone have the authority or the proprietary rights to end their life? Is that the question? Pretty much. Uh, so this is... Um, there cannot be a medical uh, assistance. A doctor cannot help you to assist in your... Oh, yeah, we're death. saying someone has a terminal illness or someone exactly. is, you know, what's the... So you use the two questions, really. Is someone allowed to assist them or... No. Yeah. Or is someone allowed it's to... It's not about somebody assisting you. About the person himself. It's about the person themselves. Because ultimately, you have to make the So um, this is an, actually, an issue which is a pretty clear cut um, in the laws of um, the Rambam. So he has a section titled Laws of Murder and uh, and Safeguarding of, of Your Body, Shmir Sanef, or Safeguarding Your Soul, Taking Care of Yourself. Uh, and there he talks about classifications of murder that are not quite murderous enough to be considered something that you would get punished for capital crime when capital crime was in effect, uh, but it's still considered murder. So an example for that is if someone is a terminally ill patient um, and they're literally on their deathbed and they're going to die and someone decides to hasten that by closing their eyelids, something as innocuous as that is considered murder in Jewish law. Now, you won't get executed for it. It's not something which, it's not, it's not full-fledged murder because the guy was on a he- heading out anyhow. But anything someone does to hasten a death uh, is, is classified as murder. Uh, that's one thing that he writes. Um, and this is all sourced in the Talmud. It's, it's there. It's actually verse in the, um, verses in, in, in the scripture. Uh, now, as, with regards to someone ending their own life, um, that's because let's say for, for whatever reason it is terminal. It's terminal, or they're it's depressed, or it's... whatever. Whatever the reason may be, um, that he writes as another example of something where uh, someone is not in dominion control of their own life. Thus, um, the only re- the only rationale you would have to legitimately end one's life is because you own that. It's yours. You can throw. You can like. You know. It's like someone takes. You know, if someone takes their stuff and lets it out on their on their curb, you know, it's their stuff. They're allowed to do that. Uh, but our soul's not ours. We're not. Uh, we don't. We're not uh, stewards and custodians over our soul. It's the Almighty soul, and the Almighty gives it to us, and uh, and and it's it's ours to safeguard. But it's, it's we don't own it. Uh, thus, we have no right to to end it, says Maimonides. So he writes as well. He says that if someone, God forbid, uh, kills themselves, they're considered murder as well, and the Almighty will take care of them. That's what he says. You know, obviously, we can't uh, necessarily adjudicate someone who as a murderer if they're already dead. Obviously, so that's so, so that's that. Now there are some exceptions. Uh, for example, um, the great uh, King Saul, we know, committed suicide. Uh, now, obviously, Saul was someone who was well, very well versed. He was a great scholar, and he he knew that you know a lot of commit suicide under the Jewish law. It's, it's you know that's clear. Uh, but the reason why he did it was because he was he was surrounded by enemies, and he knew that it would that they would torture him first of all, and they would kill him anyhow. Uh, and also, he it, you know they would parade his body, and you know. Um, they would parade his body throughout the streets, and it would weaken the morale of the Jews. Uh, thus, he made a calculated decision to uh, to kill himself. And you don't think that was situation ethics? 
He did not leave room for divine intervention. He already figured out. That's his. That was his rationale. So that so that opens the door for the discussion. Um, as to whether or not people like in the Holocaust were allowed to, you know, go end their own lives uh, to avoid the pain and suffering. That's a huge debate, and I want to dip my toe into that. Uh, but barring barring uh, those kind of circumstances, it's pretty clear uh, that uh, suicide is considered a variant of murder. Thus, uh, prohibited by Jewish law. What about Masada? Masada might be another example. Masada is another example where um, mass. mass suicide, yes, um, alleged. We don't know if that's historical necessarily, but that's an example where you know they they knew it was over, uh, and they and you know they 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 you know they the the Romans had finally been you know they were able to scale the mountain, the previously impenetrable fortress, and. Masada, I mean, the only one guy killed himself in a whole bunch. as the last guy standing. What happened to everybody else? Because it was quietly agreed to that... Uh, yeah, they drew lots. You know? No, they drew lots. That's what they did, allegedly. Josephus has a whole account of it, how they, how they drew lots, and, and, and from, guy, from one guy named uh, Eliezer Ben uh, something, I remember his name, Shimon, uh, no, Shimon Bar or one of one of those. Uh, so he, you know, and they, you know, 150 years ago, they found a pottery shard that said the guy's name, and you know, they uh, Yigal Yadin, the great Israeli archaeologist, he wanted to argue that these pottery shards were, you know, they put it in a, in a lot. Who was going to kill everyone and then kill themselves? And then it said his name, and they pulled it out, and like, so yeah. Either way, we, either way, we don't know because by the time the Romans got there, everyone's dead. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Josephus tries to write that there was some woman who was there and survived and chronicled it, but it's probably it's probably it's probably just a, le- a legend. Well, maybe it's true or maybe it's not true, but it's not historical. You know. Okay, so, so that's rather than ending your life, what if you just simply uh, made the decision to refuse food? Um, refuse treatment. So that so that's 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 different. So this is this dips this dips into the whole question of like we're not in the business of of extending suffering. We're in the business of extending life. Uh, if someone's life consists of nothing but suffering, and there's absolutely no hope for them to ever recover, uh, then it would seem to be cruel for us to deliberately extend their 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 tormentation or torment torment. But nowadays, uh, they give most people some type of relief, but, uh, pumping up the uh, some type of relief, like painkillers, painkillers, morphine. morphine. So, um, so like this, um, that's, that's dipping into the whole euthanasia question. Um, so the answer to that is, is that well, this, uh, I need two sidetracked. I have a lot to talk about today, but, um, it sounds like this could be a whole subject. The quick little bullet points is that there are certain cases in the Talmud that talk about, um, individuals who are about to die and there were life extending measure measures being implemented and that was stopped to let them just die. So there's a precedent for that. Uh, but there's no precedent for killing. So there's, a, there's, a, there's, I mean, there's like the active versus passive. You know, active euthanasia is pulling the plug. Right. Passive euthanasia is not putting in a new battery, or the battery runs out. So, like back in the day, in the hospitals, they had uh, the oxygen masks were connected to these um, tanks that had to be refilled. Now it's all through the building. You know, uh, so one of these ideas given back in the day was just don't refill the tank. You know, you're not killing them. You're just not providing life extension procedures probably for you know for that and other reasons but yeah i'm saying he's a murderer right Uh, by jewish law by jewish law by jewish law i mean 
the person agrees and that's good. But he doesn't have right to agree on that. It's not you don't own it. You know, this our souls are the Almighty souls, and the Almighty gives it to us, and we're here whether we like it or not. You know, the Talmud actually has a debate. Um, the Talmud has a debate as to whether or not it's beneficial for humans to exist. Are we better off that we're around or not? We, us, humans. Are we better off? Right? Because, you know, it's, 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 it's not, not a crapshoot, but it's, it's you know, they, we're, we're here in life and our status in life could either improve or, 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 or regress. Are we better off having the option of greatness, but, uh, but also have the, the risk of, of failure and, and losing it all? Uh, or are we better off just not, you know, just, you know, just, you know, taking, uh, taking it the way, the way it is and not being faced with this great turmoil? That was a debate. So the debate in the Talmud, Talmud recounts that the houses of uh, Hillel and Shammai debated this for two and a half years. We just like to argue. Yeah, two and a half years. <laughs> think about that. Think, think about the magnitude of, 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 of debate and polemics that, that were engaged in in two and a half years of debating this very subject, you know, which is very crucial, obviously. Humanity, is our existence good for us or bad for what us? What choice do we have? We don't have a choice, that's true. But they concluded, they concluded that it's better for us to not have existed. But now that we're here, we're here against so will. You know, and the mighty place that, you know, and we're kicking and streaming, and we, oh, we have to do the best we can with, you know, with the, you know, the cards we were dealt. So yes, many times, someone would say, or someone could argue that it's, you know, it's better off for them to not be around. You know, but we have no right to pull the trigger. You know, with the mercy of the Almighty, and the Almighty is here, and the Almighty, the, you know, the Almighty is guiding us, and, and this is what He wants for us, and we might not like it. And that's, and that's just the way it is. Okay, so that's uh, that's that. Um, I like it. Huh? I like it. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> uh, but no. But the question was not just whether we like it. The question is: um, Is it better for us? Like, is our, our soul having the risk of of failure and the implications of that? Is that better off for us? You know, when we have potential upside, or is it better off? You know, for us to not take any chances.